When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It just doesn't mess with my philosophy, that, that's all. Nothing against trend lines, it's just nothing, I just don't personally believe in them, that, to put things in, to make things as simple as possible. Does that make sense? I just find more value in, in, in straight lines, left and right. So, we, and we can say the same thing for, I mean, my philosophy on, on moving averages, right? I don't, I don't really see value in moving averages. A lot of people use moving averages to determine the trend, um, and I understand that, uh, but I, I would just rather look at price because moving averages move off of what? They move off of price, yeah. So I understand why people, how people use moving averages. I understand it's, it, there's a, one, there's a visual element, right? We talked about this in Monday's Q&A when we were, we were working with um, a trader on developing their strategy. A moving average can give you a nice visual element so you can automatically look at a chart and it's very easy to determine whether the overall trend is bullish or bearish, right? Because you can see the direction of the moving average. A moving average also has a psychological element. So do trend lines, right? I can give you, let me, let me someone give me a random moving average that you don't think anyone would use. A 44 period moving average, right? Well, we'd all agree that a 44 period moving average probably is like just a random random moving average has no real value would you guys agree with that so let me ask you this here's a question for you so why why is the 200 moving average so powerful and the 44 not Why is the 200 period moving average this powerful beast and the 44 not? Nope, nothing, nope, psychological. It is a psychological number, but that, why? Why does that make it powerful? Why are psychological numbers powerful? Yep, AL nailed it. It's only powerful because we think it's powerful. Do you guys understand that? The only reason a 200 period moving average is powerful is because we believe it's powerful. And because we believe it's powerful, we do stuff where it's like, oh, when the 200 period moving average is, is hit, we have to sell. The moving average itself doesn't really have that much power. It's the belief in it that does. 
You guys follow me? So if some reason we convinced everyone that the 44 period moving average was powerful, guess what will become a powerful moving average? The 44, right? It's no different than, you know, think about it like this, right? Why are curse words bad? Why, why is a curse word bad, worse than any other word in, 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 our, in our language? Right? Do people spontaneously combust when you say it? Do children faint? Right? They're only bad because guess what? At some point in some time, someone said they were bad. And I believe it goes back to, I think it was, um, gosh, I was talking to somebody about this the other day and I forgot when. They actually read, read up on this a little bit. But it, it really went back to like an early colony and someone saying, hey, you shouldn't say those words. And I remember there was an experiment or there was a teacher that said this once, a professor who was like, he made an experiment where he said in his room, he's going to treat the word Google as a curse word. And he punished his students every time they said the word Google. So within the realm of that classroom, guess what, guess what was a feared word? Guess what was not, a, not allowed to be said in that classroom? Google. So what happened was when those, when those students, and I believe he did it for a whole semester, when those students came into that, in, into that room, they were scared to death to say the word Google because they were conditioned that it was now this negative bad word. Same thing with curse words. Right? They're powerful because at some point we decided to give it power. And the same thing, with, same thing with a moving average, right? A moving average is powerful because we decide to give it powerful, right? 50 EMA, 100 EMA, 200 EMA. Someone mentioned psychological numbers. Yeah, right? They seem powerful because they end in zero zeros, right? $1.33, right? Canada's trading right above $1.33. Why does that number have any relevance? Because it sounds good. Psychological, right? Think about selling stuff. I told you guys I just sold one of my, um, or in the middle of selling it, knock on wood, that nothing happens in the next couple of days, selling one of my properties, right? I wanted to get, I want, well, I wanted to get 184. So I was going to list it at 190. What do you think the actual listing was? Do you think I was, you think I was so smart that I would list it at 190? No, 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 no. Think from a from a marketing you marketers out there. Think, I I, I want it one eighty, so I listed it ten thousand or uh, above. I want, I want it, so I was going to list it at one ninety. What do you think the actual price was when I put it up? Was it one Was it one ninety? No, one eighty nine ninety. One eighty nine ninety. Why? Because that seems a lot less than one ninety. Think about anything you buy in a store, right? Why is stuff two ninety nine? Because that seems like a much safer number than three hundred, or a, than than three dollars, right? You see a two in front instead of a three. That that plays a major psychological role. Like, dude, it's cheaper. Um, buy a penny. But we we, we tend to ignore the rest of it, right? So, 
psychology plays, I mean, think now you're thinking about it. You're thinking about anything that you ever bought, right? Rarely do you see anything listed for that round number. You always round down. Three easy payments of $24.95. So $25? No, $24.95. I'm not willing to pay $25 for it, but I'll pay $24.95. So, yeah, it's, it's understanding psychology, but we, but we bring power to it. And the same thing can go for trend lines. Back to the, back to the point, right? I don't value trend lines. But guess what? Are there other traders that do value trend lines? Plenty. So guess what will work? Because enough people value it. Trend lines. Someone mentioned Fibonacci as well, right? Now I do believe in Fibonacci and it just, it's, I don't, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna imagine to, I'm not even gonna try and explain how it works and why it works because we see it in all different aspects of life whether that's a self-fulfilling prophecy it's probably a little bit more than that because it has to do with like petals in a sunflower and rabbits and babies and stuff like that um and the length of your 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 middle finger to your wrist and your wrist to your elbow and the size of your nose and it's all it's it's there so we know it exists but as far as trading in the charts is there any reason that Fibonacci should work on the charts? You can make the case in life where it's just like, okay, well that works, it's proportions and, but like, on a, what does that have to do with a price chart? Really? Anything? Does me drawing a line with these ratios on it, does that have anything to do, like, what, what, honestly? Probably nothing, right? But, we believe it, right? 50% isn't a Fibonacci number, but 50% is a, is, a, is a critical level. Why? Because as human beings, we give power to halves, halfsies, right? We give power to it. It's a, it's a very easy concept for us to understand, halves and quarters and thirds. And I, I can't tell you why a 618 is the golden mean in, in, in the markets. I can tell you in other aspects of stuff, but in the markets, I can't tell you why 618 is so powerful. And one may say, hey, kill. Well, you know, 618 isn't power. You know, if you can't tell why it's powerful, don't use it. But the fact of the matter is it works. Same thing with advanced patterns, which is basically just a series of, of specific Fibonacci retracements and extensions, right? I had an institutional trader explain to me how advanced patterns happen, right? The buying and selling... Um, the buying and selling process of institutional traders help it happen. But even that is this, right? Push it down, push it a little bit up, right? Push it down, test up again, and then sell it, right? That, that's the action of institutional traders, buying and selling and kind of sneaking into their positions. But does that tell me why they're, you know, why it's bouncing off a of 50% and then an 886 or a 618 and then a 127? Does that tell me that? No, but I know it works. How do I know it works? Who can tell me? How do we know that anything works? We test it 
And what's interesting about Fibonacci is just on, on this example is, did you guys know that advanced patterns, these Gartleys and stuff, they worked before we actually had Fibonacci tools? Like those same ratios? Those same ratios worked before we actually had Fibonacci tools to measure them with. That tells you one thing, right? Psychological, right? There's something psychological that we see as human beings. What? I don't know. It's above my pay grade. Maybe my mom knows. She was a, a psych professor. But it's interesting. We, we give power to stuff. We give power. And I, we'll end it on this. This is, some, this is something that gets a lot of smarter traders in trouble in the markets, right? Smarter traders always want to think the markets are going to act rationally. Well, it should do this because all of the data says this. I would say the markets are more likely to act emotionally than, than rationally. Would you guys agree? I think trading is, is, is less about silly numbers and what should happen, your, your textbook approach to economics. I think it's less about that and more about understanding what people react to. I'd much rather understand how people are going to react to Trump yelling at us for, for not cutting rates versus reading a yield curve in a, a dot plot chart. Because at the end of the day, the market is what? Does the market move based off of textbook economics or does it move based off what the general public is thinking? Yeah, the human participants. So that's just my opinion. So if, if we as humans, we if we deem something to be important, whether we believe it or not, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Who started that conversation? Sheesh. 